Welcome to Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Your Pursuit of Happiness. I'm Laura. I'm Paul. (laughs) Really? Today, we are going to talk about what do you need to think about if you're considering a career change. Mm, Big topic. Massive topic. In your experience, Paul, what is the reason people tend to come to you to make make a career change? So I would have seen it on the recruitment side. My experience is a lot of it's around finance roles. And an awful lot of what I would have seen, particularly early on, was people in maybe a fund accounting role with five years experience and they want to be a trader because they saw, I don't know, trading places or something like that when they were Mm. younger and think it sounds really cool and and whatever. I was one of those people, like I did finance in commerce and ECD and I wanted to be a a trader and then I realised that you pretty much need 600 points, Mm. you know, A1 and honours maths, all that kind of stuff. But anyway... So, yeah, there, there's the kind of aspirational aspect of it mm. where people think that other roles look a lot more attractive. And I think sometimes the reality of that isn't, isn't necessarily what people thought it would have been. Mm. But from a, a coaching perspective, and obviously we have possible coaching or possible.ie, seeing a lot more or getting to work with people as well as a lot deeper around things like career change. Mm. And some of the things you see are someone is just deeply unhappy in where they are or with their current manager or in their particularly in their particular company um, and really it's it's not a career change that they need at all and, and it takes a long time to kind of get there sometimes but really it's it's a change of company or, or a change of pace so i'd certainly encourage people to think about that is it really that you want a career change or or, or is it something that's more straightforward as opposed to fixed just simply by moving company or, mm. or moving moving role within a company so that that's one uh, definitely then the other one is is kind of back to what i said before is more the aspirational thing where someone mm. is aware that they don't want to do what they're doing or what they have been doing anymore and they want to move in a different direction that one is there, there's a little bit more to that one i suppose where I suppose you, you want to be making sure that you're making the move for the right decisions and you know you, you've kind of you've thought about everything and you know where you want to go I, I mm. think it's really really important with that uh, the other one which I see quite regularly is and I think it comes from we spend an awful lot of time working mm. um, you know it's, it's it's a good chunk of your life yeah most of the time and I think if things are going wrong in general or not going right maybe the better way to put it People sometimes feel that by changing job, it will change everything and that's what's yeah. needed. And it's not, like it, it really, really isn't. Mm. I had a great example recently, a girl who came to me for career coaching, so we're going a little bit off recruitment now, but absolutely wanted to change career and uh, you know wanted to, to move company, move job, the whole nine yeah. yards. And really what it came down to was a whole lot of things that were personal and completely outside of, of work. But she felt that by changing job it would be a panacea for everything else yeah. in her life uh, and it, it, it simply wasn't so i think it's think about why you're doing it and, and really put some thought into it and we've done a lot of podcasts around yeah. spending time on your cv and spending time on career planning and everything else and i keep harping on to people that it's something that people don't do enough but if you really are thinking of changing career take a step back and think why am i doing this what am i trying to achieve 
by changing career because it's, it's a big commitment. Yeah, I can definitely relate to you on the career coaching side as well. People tend to, to come to you, they want to change career, but it is something mm. a lot deeper. On the recruitment side, I'm getting a lot more people getting a lot more interest in seeing what's going on in the market. And I think it's because the majority of people are now based from home. Mm. So they're actually putting a lot of thought into what they actually want to do. Yeah. And they've more time to commit to interviews and, yeah. and stuff like because everything has been done remotely. Are you seeing the same thing on the finance side? Yeah, definitely. And I also think people having the opportunity to spend some more time at home are starting to realize what they kind of value. And mm. I think there, there's been a bit of a shift away from, albeit well-paid and well-bonused jobs, but that you're, you're literally, you know, 10 to 14 hours a day, six or sometimes seven days a week. Mm. And while they can come with prestige and, and they can be attractive for monetary reasons, I think lockdown and all of that has, has given people time to reflect on what's really important yeah and i think that's that's where a lot of the, the career stuff that we're seeing is coming from at the minute definitely like like you said people's motivations now mm. are far less about money yeah and more about the the company and the move which is which is nice to see yeah it's lovely when you're speaking with somebody looking to to make a career move what sort of milestones or how would they know they're making progress I think it's it's really important to identify where you want to go first. So if you're if you're coming to me and you're saying, you know, I really want to make a career change, whether it's talking to me as a recruiter or talking to me as, as a coach, it's incumbent on you to think about or work with someone as a coach to help you think about where it is that you want to get to and why. Mm. A lot of times you see people saying, you know, I want to make a change and I just want to see what's out there and I'll know the right thing when I see it and whatever. That kind of passive approach is fine and you may end up in something that you really love and, and a lot of people do and it's great. But chances are, unless you put some serious thought into where you want to go, mm. then it, it's going to be really, really tricky. And I think that's one of the most important things to think about. And there's probably two ways of approaching that. One is knowing what you want to do. Mm. So you have a target of becoming a CFO for a... I don't know, a, a manufacturing company, a large manufacturing company for a company that's quoted on the Isaac Index or something. Great. That's what you want to do. You know why you want to do it. Brilliant. Let's set up a plan to kind of get there. Mm-hmm. The other way to approach it is, I know I don't want to do what I'm doing at the minute, but I don't know what I want to do. So, okay, what is it about what you do that you like, what you enjoy? Mm. What is it that you do outside of work that you like and what, and what you enjoy? And let's build up a picture and throw out some options of what that could look like as a career. Yeah. Um, so that'll give you a better idea of where it is that you want to go or at least the types of roles that you want to go into or the types of companies and, and whatever and once you have that list or once you have that target kind of identified then it's really understanding about what are the gaps so where am I now so if you're or you're a tech recruiter and a coach at the minute say you said to me you know I, I want to get into sales recruitment mm. brilliant no problem and let's learn a little bit about sales, what do clients look for, you know, and all the rest of it. You have the basic skills of, yeah. of a recruiter or hopefully advanced skills as a recruiter. <laughs> uh, so that, that bit's taken care of. So that's brilliant. But say you said to me, you know, I want to become CEO of a fund management company. Mm. There's a big gap. Interested. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a big gap between what you're doing now and the skills and academic qualifications and stuff that you have now to where you want to get to. 
Mm. You know, it's it's a different world. You're talking about a big, big, big change. Yeah. And so you need to be very cognizant of what's the gap between where I am now and where I want to get to. That doesn't mean that if you wanted enough and you're prepared to put, put the work in, that that couldn't happen. It absolutely could happen. Mm. And a lot of people put themselves in boxes that they don't need to put themselves into. Yeah. But you just need to go into it eyes wide open saying, what I'm doing now is not what I want to do. And where I want to get to is a bit of a, uh, there's a bit of a gap between where I want to get to. So uh, just be really, really cognizant of that. Yeah. Then you asked about kind of measures. So depending on the depending on the size of the gap, what I'd always recommend to people is figure out what it is that you need to do to get to where you want to go and build those in as, as measures, I suppose. Mm. So is it doing a professional qualification? Is it speaking with people as a first step in something that you think you want to get into to understand that a little bit more? And mm. um, is it speaking with someone internally to see if there's opportunities to do what you want to do internally? Whatever it is, whatever you figure out you need to do, they're your milestones, essentially. Okay. So you measure your progress by measuring measuring your milestones. Sure. And the timeline will depend on how big or small the gap is. Yeah, but you need to give yourself some sort of timeline as well. Mm. So if you're sitting there at you know 30 and you say oh i want to be ceo of a fund management company that's great but when do you want to do it mm. by retirement age 67 will you be happy then or is it more of a 10-year thing or is it more of a five-year thing mm. or whatever it is but you need to give yourself some sort of time frame to work off then you put your gaps in chronological order in a reasonable time frame that you expect to achieve them or not and review and if you haven't achieved your milestones why haven't you what's what's really got got yeah. in your way and that, that's a lot of the work, obviously, that we do on the coaching side. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned there that people unnecessarily put themselves into different boxes. Mm. But if we're prepared to put in the work, we can achieve the goal in question. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So th- there's work in it. And, you know, the first step can be if, if you say you know what you want to do, you absolutely know what you want to do. And you don't think there's a huge skills gap in terms of technical skill that you need for the role or whatever, then maybe it's it's simply a case of identifying a few people in the area that you want to work in, uh, go approach them, ask them for uh, you know coffees or virtual coffees now at the minute, tell them that you really like what they're doing and what their company are doing and you're looking for someone to speak with in the area because you want to get into it, mm-hmm. find out what skills and stuff are, are necessary so you can identify gaps that way, but figure out what they look for and what you do at the minute and change your CV around, change your LinkedIn profile around to reflect that. Mm -hmm. So it might be the softer skills that you're pushing more than the the kind of harder technical skills. Sure. That that could be important. But then the the other thing is what can you do to to really stand out? Like what what can you do to demonstrate that I'm a fund accountant now, I want to be a trader. Uh, How can you really demonstrate that? Like what have you done outside of CFA level one? What, What have you done really to show someone who's getting applications all the time from people who may have more qualifications or experience than you. But what, what have you done to really show them that you want to be a trader? You know, show them a trading account, show them some fundamental or technical analysis you've done on the stock or whatever it is, mm. but have have done some research, have something that you can point to that's tangible, that demonstrates to this person that you should take a little bit of a risk on me because this is really what I want to do. And mm. I can demonstrate that by showing you this. Okay, brilliant. Actually, I, I heard a great story. I was um, on the FinTech advisory board for TBS and one of the other guys who was on the, on the board said, they were down in Dogpatch, I think it was at the time, said this guy showed up at reception at Dogpatch and asked for whoever it was. 
so your man didn't recognize him. He figured it was just the wrong person that you know asked for the wrong person or the guy at reception sent up the wrong name or whatever. So didn't think any more of it. And went down to get lunch. I, and there was this guy kind of sitting outside in the reception. And he went over and he stopped me. So, you know, I showed up here at half nine and did you get my message? Basically, your man had sat outside waiting for the guy that he wanted to meet. Genuinely. Brilliant. And doorstepped him. But what he also did was, he said, look, um, I really like what you've done. I really like your product. I really like your website. But there's a number of improvements that I think you could make. So he mm. thought about improvements that could be made. I think it was to the website or something like that. And was able to say, look, I've researched your company. I've really looked into your website. This is what I do day one, or this is what I'd be working on day one if, if, if there was something there for you. So he got hired. There was no role available. There was not something mm. they were actively looking for, but he was really proactive, yeah. knew what he wanted to do, was prepared to take a bit of a risk, put in a whole lot of work that really demonstrated to this guy that, you know, this guy really wants the job, really wants to work for us. So there, there's definitely ways and means of doing everything. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, really? love seeing stuff like that. Absolutely. That's great. Thanks so much, Paul. And thank you very much, everybody, for listening in. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. For show notes and other goodies, go to www.toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. That's toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and feel free to rate and review the show. We appreciate your support. See you next time.